Facebook is releasing the details of their cryptocurrencies, Libra. They basically want to make make, uh, PayPal obsolete. They're hoping that Libra will be more simple to set up, more ubiquitous as a payment method, more efficient with fewer fees, more accessible to the unbanked, and more flexible thanks to deliver uh, the developers. What is in it for Facebook, you might ask? Well, according to their VP of blockchain, David Marcus, the company's motivation is very similar. If more commerce happens, then more small businesses will sell more on and off platform and they'll want to buy more ads on the platform. So it'll be good for our ads business. David Gerard, we've spoken to him before. He's a crypto journalist and author of Attack of the 50-Foot Blockchain. David, welcome to the program. Hello, Kelly. So Libra is uh, launching today. It's going to be like a test launch. So I'm guessing they'll make sure that the the kinks are worked out by influencers and people um, that are, you know, going to use it uh, to find out, you know, if there's any glitches. And then a public launch will happen the first half of 2020. But Facebook is teaming up with some pretty big um, partners on this. Visa and Uber are two of them. What are your thoughts about this? I know you've criticized Bitcoin in the past, but what about Libra? So... Basically, everything about this that's blockchain, you should take no notice. Like, if you've heard dreams of, I'll get rich buying bitcoins or whatever, this has nothing to do with that. So, all the good bits are sort of basically PayPal, but on Facebook, right? They're trying to do a payment system, an international payment system, basically for Facebook users. So, that's obviously something that could be useful, you know. If you feel safe giving your financial spending history to Facebook, then it could be quite efficient, you know, quite convenient, because convenience is the thing, right? Um, The blockchain stuff, so David Marcus is a Bitcoin believer, and he used to be on the board of Coinbase, the Bitcoin exchange. He's really, really into Bitcoin dreams where all sorts of magical things happen because it's blockchain. I don't think this will, any of that stuff will actually happen here. Now, he knows payments. He used to be at PayPal. So he can probably he probably knows what you need to do to make a payment system. Um, but all the blockchain stuff, I read the, the um, material on this, the white papers and so on. It reads like it was written by two different groups of people. Hmm. One group was pushing all the wild blockchain promises, and the other group was talking about how to be a proper money transmitter that people can trust. So it's really odd. So I would pay attention only to the bit where people are actually like, um, making a money transmitter that you can use to spend. Maybe it has, you can use it in shops. Maybe you can use it when you go out to buy things, that sort of thing. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at Facebook here and they're launching their subsidiary company. It's also called Calibra. It handles the crypto dealings and protects users' privacy by never mingling your Libra payments with your Facebook data so that it can't be used for ad targeting and your real identity wouldn't be tied to your public uh publicly visible transactions, which is a good thing. But, you know, Facebook has a reputation for not doing so well where privacy is concerned. You know, I think a lot of people would be suspect of trusting Facebook, but does them teaming up and partnering in uh, with Visa on this Libra, does that give them a little bit more credibility? So we don't know yet. Um, What we're talking about there is the partner companies that were going to join in their Libra consortium, because it's like Libra, which is a consortium that runs the sort of system. There's Facebook, and Facebook has co-Libra, 
which is different to Libra. Co-Libra is the bit that almost anyone will actually use, you know, the sort of wallet software, you're sort of where you store your money. Yeah, pay as you go. Like a bank, mm-hmm. but not technically a bank sort of thing. So, yeah, it's um, how well they'll keep the data separate. Um, they say they will. Uh, rules about this are fairly strong. Um, whether they keep those rules, I don't know. They don't have the greatest track record. But maybe they can be trusted this time. Maybe they won't mess up. Yeah, they're teaming up with Uber and uh, Visa with, and with a, another um, investor by the name of yep. Andresine Horowitz, who I, I'm going to be completely honest, I'm not familiar with, but each of them have, have invested $10 million into the project's operation, which when you're talking about changing the way we think of uh, money, $10 million, that's nothing. I mean, it's, yeah, it's not going to um, change the way we think about money. You'll think about money much as you do with current electronic methods. <laughs> like right. PayPal or your Visa card or whatever. Um, I don't know if they're operating sort of wallet sort of interfaces and dealing in the actual currency at this stage. I mean, $10 million is worth it for a seat at the table because Facebook is big. The promise is 2 billion users, maybe. You know, that's a substantial fraction of the world's population using Facebook coin. Yeah, they'll be quite pleased. Um, anyone would sign up for that if they've got 10 million lying around, and they sort of do. But whether that has any effect on you, the Visa customer, that's an entirely separate sort of thing. David, when, um, last, when last we spoke, you basically called Bitcoin a gamble and treat it like somebody oh, yeah. gambling. So uh, you're, you have a little more faith in this uh, Libra cryptocurrency. Is that, is that what I'm hearing correctly? It's, don't think of it as a cryptocurrency. Think of it as just transmitting money like PayPal. I have, I'm fairly sure that they will be a compliant money transmitter. They'll behave in a way that you would expect a money transmitter to behave. You know, you can basically trust them. If there's big problems, you can probably go to the authorities, you know. Um, but I don't think they'd be so silly as to mess around with that. So whether you can trust them with your data, that's another matter. But if it's convenient enough and cheap enough, I can see people signing up for it. They probably won't steal your money, um, but you have to wonder what they'll do with your personal data. David, as always, a pleasure talking to you. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you very much. David Girard, he is the author of Attack of the 50-Foot Blockchain.